This is episode 142 of Bella in Your Business. This episode is brought to you by my free webinar, Jump and Scale Your Business. It's my three-part training series, all dedicated to finding and attracting the right kind of people that will scale your business. Did I mention it's free? Listen, you have to attend this if you want to grow your staff, you feel like you're being held hostage, you have high turnover, you feel burnt out, or you're just not seeing the results you want. Join me for this three-part free webinar series. Register now at jumpconsulting.net forward slash scale. That's jumpconsulting.net forward slash scale. I'll see you there. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome to Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta, your host and pet sitting and dog walking business consultant and Facebook groups expert. Today, I am here to tell you all about how I was able to build my six-figure pet sitting company not using social media. You guys, this is going to be a fun episode, but first, I want to give a big shout out to Nanny Donnelly, who left us a five-star review on iTunes. She said, if you're someone who can take a tell it like it is, straightforward, honest, and transparent delivery, this is the podcast you want to be subscribed to if you're in the pet industry. She's upfront with her tough love approach and will have you and your business thriving if you take her advice and implement it. I recommend listening one at a time, do that one thing or implement that strategy into your business plan and routine, and then go on to the next. You will start seeing results snowball, and all of this advice is free. She gives it to you, and it's up to you to do it. Reach out to her for clarification on anything. She's very much down to earth, easy to reach, and responds with the best advice she can. She will always meet you halfway, if not more, as long as you're willing to put in the work. This stuff really works. Thank you, Bella. Ah, You guys, I love that review. It makes me so excited. And every single time you leave a review on this podcast, it just really helps me realize that my doing all of this effort really works. So today I am going to talk all about how I was able to build my business offline since so much of this podcast has been talking about social media. In fact, our very last episode was all about social media and staying sane. And I kind of teased you a little bit that I was going to teach you and show you how I was able to build my six figure pet company just based off of basically something I didn't tell you yet, but <laughs> Today, I'm going to tell you it's how community connections can make you thousands of dollars. So if you could leverage your community, what would that do for your business? I know a lot of us say, oh, I want to be talked about by everybody. And I want everyone to think of us as the best business. I want to be top of the mind. But how does that actually happen? Right? How does it happen when you're like isolated all day? You're in your car, you're in your office, you're walking dogs. You're not even out there really that much with people. Well, it comes with a little bit of intention. And today I'm going to break it down for exactly how I did this. I want to take you back to a time where Jerry Bianco was the project manager for a shopping plaza that was going in in my area. And he was in my networking group. I was in a little local neighborhood networking group. It was a very small one. And he pulled me aside one day and he's like, Psst, Bella, guess what? And I was like, what's going on, Jerry? And he's like, did you know that there's a new veterinarian going in on that new shopping plaza? No, Jerry, I didn't. 
Well, Bella, her name's Dr. Casey, and she's really amazing, and I really want you to meet her. Do you want me to introduce you? Why, yes, I do. Thanks, Jerry. That was basically how the conversation went. And from then on, Jerry had done an email introduction and kind of broken that ice. He basically got my foot in the door and sold me and my company to this new vet and also let her know that I was a good connector, that I knew a lot of people already around the area. And what's the one problem that this Dr. Casey had? At the time, it was she's a brand new business. There's five other veterinarian companies around her, probably like a stone's throw, quite honestly about five of them in a couple mile radius. And so she wants to, you know, make a big splash on the scene. So what better way to do it than with a pet sitter, right? I obviously have her ideal client. All of my clients could technically be her client. So we did that. And, you know, I was touring her veterinarian clinic when the studs were up, the walls weren't even up. It was all steel. And she was like, this is where the exam room is going to be. And this is where our operation table is going to be. And I got to know her and she was a darling. She was the nicest person ever. And wouldn't you know that I was able to help her with grand opening and get the word out there. And I was all about give, give, give. And that's the thing that you got to do when you're meeting people. You got to figure out what do they need? How can you help them? And if you start relationships off like that in anything, people are going to be listening and wanting to help you with more of an open palm and an open ear. So Dr. Casey and her grand opening was a really cool time for me because I saw what the power of networking could do there. Another one in the same community, in fact, it was called McDowell Mountain Ranch. I made it a point to kind of check in to the office and there was a community manager and her job was to put together the newsletter and also round up people for different events in the community. They had a big grassy lawn and they would have, you know, a spring fling and they would have wine and someone playing music and they would have pinochle and they would have, you know, kids crafting events and just things basically to make this 4,000 person community, all of them to really want to live in this community. You know, it just made it a better place. And so these community managers, I loved community managers because I always felt like I could help them with their job. And I'll tell you what that means in a minute here. But I approached her, her name was Karen and Karen was about my age too. And she was just always like up to her earballs and stuff for the community. So I said to her, Hey, Karen, why don't we do a wolf stock? So she took it to the planning board. They approved it and we did it. And the way that we presented it was Woofstock presented by Bella's House and Pet Sitting. And it was amazing, you guys, because on every piece of marketing material that was there. And what I did is I went to the local groomers and the veterinarians like Dr. Casey, and I went to the pet stores and I went to dog trainers and I went to just pet friendly restaurants and we gathered everybody up. They all had a booth. The community did all of the marketing to get the thing there. So at the time they had like a local TV station or a local channel on their TV. And you could see what was going on in the community. They also had a website, a portal where people would pay their bills or, you know, sign up for different things in the community. And everywhere around there was my company's name, Woofstock, sponsored by Bella's House and Pet Sitting. When six out of 10 households have pets, that means that more than half the community could come, right? And it was just a really great way to get my name out there. Now, let me tell you, my goal was not so that they saw this advertisement and then they called me. 
That was not it at all. My goal was always to get my name out there so that when these people wanted to have a pet sitter or dog walker, or they thought of, I needed a pet sitter and they started looking for names. Maybe they didn't even remember my name. What happened is when they started looking and they saw my name, they go, oh yeah, I've seen her everywhere. And that is how you get to be seen everywhere, you guys. Something else in my community that really helped me is I joined a local networking group. Now, this was different than the little neighborhood one. It was a little bit bigger and it was called APRO, Association Professional Organization, something, something, something. I don't remember what it was now, but what I did is I became friend with the guy who ran it. His name is Mark. And I started going to the lunches. And I know lunches are hard as pet sitters and dog walkers, but there are certain times where you can make it. So I went to a couple of them and they would have like breakfasts. So I'd come to the end of them after I let the dogs out. They had some lunches. They had some evening mixers where it's more happy hour and drinks. And each one of those individually, that's a whole nother podcast, but each one of those are very different and they're different types of people. It draws different kind of situations. I really loved the lunches because again, guys, this was like before social media was really out there before podcasts, blogs were just starting websites were really like starting to go. This was probably 2005, 2006. I'd like to say that, you know, Facebook really started exploding for businesses around 2008. But, you know, this was back then. And these are tried and true methods, you guys. This stuff still works today. In fact, I would say that it lasts longer than sometimes social media. So I would go to these lunch and learns and different members of the group would get up and learn. And I remember there was this guy, David Sherman, and his badge, his sticker always said the professional icebreaker. I was like, what does that mean? And he's like, well, I teach people how to do sales. And I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. And if you've ever read my downloadable book, Networking for Pet Sitters, Barking Up the Right Tree, you'll know that in there I say, if you ever go to these meetings and they have to, you know, hello, my name is badges that you have to stick on yourself. Um, I always don't put my name and I always encourage you guys to put what's your dog's name on there. Because if you can do that, people will come up to you and start talking to you and it breaks the ice. And that's where I got the idea from. But there was countless things that people would get up and they would talk about stuff. They'd give like a 20 minute presentation. And of course they were kind of pitching their services, but they were also teaching. And it was a really great way that I was able to do a lot of personal development. I didn't know it at the time, but learn. And also make these connections and know that these were these people in this group. One person I also learned from was Lloyd Barker. Lloyd, he was the one who listed my business for sale the first time I listed it when I thought I was a hot shot and it was going to sell for all this money because I was so emotionally attached to it. (laughs) I don't ever recommend that. You'll never sell a business out of emotions. It always comes down to numbers. But Lloyd was the first one to kind of really educate me on that process. And I met him at a networking meeting. So this is all great. And oh, wait, there's one more actually. Community managers at the Scottsdale Quarter. This was a outdoor shopping mall that has like these high-end condos around it. You may have one in your area or something. You may have apartments in your area. And again, community manager, just like Karen at the 4,000 home community, this one was a community manager at this high scale place and they had just kind of opened up. And again, her sole job is to make sure that people love living there enough that they keep on re-signing up. And so what I did is I approached them and I said, Hey, I want to do a dog walking club. 
a dog walking club. Yeah. We've got this beautiful like shopping area to walk around. So what do you say? The first Sunday of every month we do a dog walking club. Everyone meets in the lobby. I just walk with them and they bring their dog and we walk around and then we end up at the local coffee shop and I buy everyone a coffee. It was amazing because it didn't even matter to me who showed up. (laughs) What? The reason is, is because again, I had flyers in their dog washing station. They had a dog washing station in this place. It was nuts or bananas as my friend would call it. They had flyers in their elevator. So you saw my flyer like twice a day, at least if you're leaving for work and coming home from work, actually probably more than that. Cause you also need to take your dog out to go to the bathroom. And that was actually another reason why I love apartment complexes and places like this, because if you pitch to them, you live in an apartment, you know, that means that you have to leave time in the morning to go let your dog out. You have to get dressed to go let your dog out. Why not just hire a dog walker in the morning to come walk your dog so that you can get ready? You know, this is especially important for let's call us high maintenance women, women like me who like to blow out their hair or do hair and makeup or something. You know, there's a lot of fancy people out there. I'm not always fancy, honestly, but you know, there's, there's a lot of people there and they were sure in this condo. And so we would do this kind of stuff. So then even when they would have their wine nights or they were looking for giveaways or prizes, I told them all the time, Hey, always think of Bella's house and pet sitting because I'll always give you something to help you with your other events as well. So what you're doing again is building that recognition. They had their own portal too. They had their own online thing. They had all these, it was just amazing. They had their concierge there. So then we kind of became the trusted person because I was always looking at how could I enhance their job? How could I enhance their community? So you guys, there's all this stuff, but you, you might be getting excited, but some of you I know might be being like, Bella, I'm not you. And I'm going to refer back to our last podcast when I told you, don't compare yourself to anyone else. These are ideas of what is possible. This is how I was able to build my company by not paying for advertising and totally word of mouth and getting my name and reputation out there everywhere. But you can do this too. And here's how you can do it. If you don't like the big crowds, find a small networking group where you can just start meeting people. Go to those lunch and learns. Look up Toastmasters and get comfortable talking in front of people. And if you can't do any of these things, then designate or hire someone that can do it for you because a relationship will last a lot longer than a business card or a social media post. And I want you to try to work on developing those social skills. I never was like, oh, I can't wait to go network today. I was like, oh, I really don't feel like it. You guys, I made some of my most bestest friends from networking, people that stood up at my wedding, people that came to my wedding, people that then became my insurance agent and my lawyer and my broker and all these people just from constantly building relationships. It doesn't happen the first time. It happens from consistency. So I'd encourage you to pick something local in your area and start to just show up, show up once or twice a month. And when you get the hang of that, expand it a little bit more. It's way too valuable not to do it. And these are like the different things that could come from it. I would love to hear about something that you can do. So I want you to find where you saw this podcast and I want you to post, Hey Bella, I'm going to go start doing this or Bella. I do this, but I'm wondering how I might be able to squeeze those lemons and get more juice out of it. More bang for your buck. Now you guys, I have a freebie for you because I also have this idea. 
I have this idea that as you or your staff, it's actually amazing if you have staff because it's multiplied, but even if it's just you and you're driving around on a Saturday morning, how many yard sales have you gone by? Maybe you're even listening to this right now and you just drove by a yard sale. What if you could walk up to the person having that yard sale with a piece of paper in your hand saying, hey, what are you going to do with all this stuff if you don't sell it? And they kind of look at you like, I was really hoping I'd sell it all. (laughs) And you'd be like, I bet you don't want to take all this back in your house. Am I right? And then you can hand them a piece of paper. And this piece of paper is going to give them a example of if you need to get rid of stuff, here's a dog rescue group that'll take any dog stuff. Here's a NICU that's looking for scrapbook stuff so that they can scrapbook about, and this is very permanent in the NICUs for babies. Maybe it's a nursing home that's looking for crafting supplies. Maybe it's a woman's shelter that's nearby that wants kids stuff and women's clothing. Maybe it's a Habitat for Humanity that does a pickup in your area or a Salvation Army or a Goodwill or any other number of nonprofits that help people. Basically, by giving them this piece of paper, you can show them how exactly they can get rid of all their stuff that they want to get rid of. And it's a way to kind of break the ice with them. And at the very bottom of this page, all you got to do is put, this has been provided to you by Bella's House and Pet Sitting. Mention this flyer and get 25% off your first service. Go big, like do something like that. Imagine what that would be like. Or maybe you're walking dogs and you go buy one and you just walk up. Hey, I'm a dog. I'm a dog sitter in the area. And so I just kind of created this because I see these yard sales are everywhere. You guys, if you go to my website right now, jumpconsulting.net forward slash freebies, you can see this and five other freebie downloads I have for you. But this template, you can take it and make it your own. And I encourage you, steal it, do it. It will work. And for those of you who are really shy about talking to people, this will be a great icebreaker because you're basically giving these people a gift. You guys, this has been another episode of Bella in Your Business. If you loved this episode, I would love to hear about it. The best way you can do that is to go to iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else you've heard this and go ahead and leave a review. I might just read yours on the next podcast. And when life gets you down, When things just aren't going your way, when you're feeling depressed, remember to always keep jumping. Just trust me, it will work. From my heart to yours, guys, take care. Thanks for jumping with Bella in your business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.